0: guys. Uh, Welcome to episode 33 of the JV Club. I am recording this shoddily on my uh, laptop at work. I have had a busy week and I have fallen behind in um, my non-HuffPost Live stuff. Um, I am very excited to Released this episode. This is the live LA Podcast Festival episode with Lizzie Kaplan and musical guest Priscilla on. I really hope you guys like it. Um, I haven't heard it since we recorded it, and it's all a bit of a blur, but I can tell you that what I remember is that Lizzie and Priscilla were both brilliant and that it was a super huge blast to do. So special thanks to the LA Podcast Festival. I was so happy to meet uh, some friends and fans while I was there. Uh, Susan and Stephanie in particular are listeners of the podcast. It was so great to get to see you and hug you in person. So thank you so much for coming out. And to anybody listening to this who was there, uh, you guys were such a fantastic audience. It was a complete joy. Um, it was a little felt awkward, you know, to do the podcast live in front of everyone for the first time. So thank you so much for your support there. I am woefully behind in shoutouts in terms of Facebook and Twitter. Um, I want to just shout out some people who have sent emails and um, and a, a few things that I've been able to get to, but, uh, I, I got to catch back up on shout outs, but Braden and Veronica C, Alyssa S, Tamissa P, Andrew R and Taylor, um, K, you sent gorgeous emails, uh, Tear-inducing emails. Uh, John P. on Facebook. Cindy K. on Facebook. And then Ron Perry, Amanda, Victoria, and Alec on the Tignataro um, Nerdist page. Thank you guys so much. Um, this is, I'm super, super excited uh, about upcoming guests that I've got booked. And uh, the possibility of doing the podcast live again. So thank you, everyone. And um, gosh, I guess this is the end of the intro. It's just like that, guys. Thanks. Thanks. lightheaded right now from that like a hundred percent legitimately a little bit faint that was um that was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me (laughs) has anybody here listened to my podcast okay so you know that that's the theme song and i and i asked priscilla if she would if she would maybe uh think about doing a a version of it and um what if i hadn't asked that (laughs) that's all i can think right now that was so beautiful that was so amazing um I'm I'm totally speechless. Uh, I'm gonna grab some stuff really quickly, but uh, but I, I guess I'll bring up my my guest. And I want to thank you guys for being here. Um, I've never done the podcast live before, so this really changes it. It suddenly feels like what is about to happen is really none of your business. Um, <laughs> It's a very intimate podcast I feel very uncomfortable with all of you here I do want to make a mental note also that uh, I really hope that you were recording for Chris Mancini's intro because I really want to make sure that I have the lunch cart info uh, when I release the actual episode that feels super important also Um, so I'm gonna grab my drink and I'm gonna grab my guest Uh, ladies and gentlemen please welcome Lizzie Kaplan I got coffee. I'm chewing gum. Bragging. I'm going to do both at the same time. Super weird and bragging. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're late for the clap. You're late for the clap. Damn it. Clap already happened. Clap already happened. Uh, Lizzie, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me on the podcast.
2: This is a good way to spend a Saturday
0: afternoon. Did you have to come very far to the Sheraton Delfina? So far from the Hollywood Hills. As
2: did I. Oh, really? Where do you live? Well, address. address.
0: Here's my address. Here's my exact address. Uh, I live uh, up near the observatory. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see the observatory, but I don't live. This is really good. This so is good. Far. <laughs> this is very Los Angeles specific. I'm going to take this off the thing. You do not have to do that. I'm okay, going good, to. I don't, it don't just want, feels kind of a don't want you take it to. you don't have to do it all. Um, uh, so you know, a lot of the girls that I have, ladies, the women, the ladies. That I have on the podcast, I uh, know or have worked with. I don't know Lizzie at all, not at so all. So we have zero back, we have no backstory together, and uh, possibly no chemistry. Oh well, we <laughs> shall see. This could be yeah, this
2: super is... weird. I'm going to turn this towards you so I can look at them eyes. We know a lot. Oh, okay. the,
0: what these eyes? It's
2: sort of like our first date. These here like, eyes. I will know. Will this
0: friendship form or not? In front of everyone, yes. with you bearing witness. Uh, I hope everybody got some candy, and by everybody I mean, I think we had like five things, so I hope this area got candy. (laughs) Wait for Halloween, everybody else. Um, Are you looking forward to Halloween? No. (laughs) Are you dreading Halloween? No, I feel sort of,
2: uh, yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty indifferent. I don't love Halloween. I used to love it, and I don't care for it really at all anymore. I'm kind of just, like, biding my time till I have
0: children, and then I'll like it again, I think. Did you—so you did used to love it. Like, at what point do you feel like you stopped loving it and started feeling not great about it?
2: I guess I stopped—you know, like, the the slutty Halloween costume situation, I don't love, not for any, like, moral reasons, just because it's so cold— (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like I'm letting people down If I if it's I don't It's true
0: you know Even I mean? like a sexy Eskimo You would still It would yeah. be like fur But ending here Exactly with fishnets With fishnets something. Yeah And I don't like
2: I, I don't know I'm just not, I, I For a few years I was going with little kids Trick or treating And that was really fun mm-hmm. And now I'm like Back in the people my age Halloween thing And I, I don't know It's just not for I me anymore I just realized that you
0: were in a movie That I just referenced with Like Somebody, one of the podcast episodes that I did, we were talking about, oh, Jennifer Finnegan, Jen Finnegan, she was talking about, you know, sort of outing herself as, oh, I do, I I always end up doing the sexy Halloween costume, like, I do the sexy (laughs) version of the Halloween costume, I've never done that, Um, I don't know how to do that, like, whatever my, but you were in a movie, we referenced Mean Girls. I was uh, in a movie that had sexy costumes yeah. in it. yes, and the, and the misfire of like, oh, I didn't get the memo that I'm supposed to be super slutty. Like, yes, that's what exactly. means. And I think that that's a, that's a legitimate
2: thing. I mean, I saw an ad, like a little banner ad online for a sexy hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds sort of appealing. It
0: does yeah. sound appealing. <laughs> Did you click on it? I, I didn't
2: click on it. Maybe no. when I get home. And then we can come back here, and I'll tell you what it says. It's
0: just, it's basically, what are you guys doing in? How long is the commute? <laughs> we know, we like know where we both live each now. Way.
2: Um, no, the the hamburger thing—it just looked sort of like a mini dress with like a,
0: with a hamburger painted on it, and that was sort of the whole. Thing. Unless there's some sort of foam core construct, yeah, nothing like that. I'm not, I'm no. not interested at all.
2: No, that's probably why I didn't click on it.
0: Have you ever dressed up in in like a? I just, did, I just did a, a college appearance that was sort of a mini Comic Con, and so there were a bunch of people wearing like giant giant foam corey kind of costumes have you ever worn anything like that where just your head is like peeking out or there's a, a screen so that you can see through but i, I can't really see
2: you? wish i really wish the answer was yes but
0: no not even when you first started out acting you didn't have to do like a commercial where you were dressed no. up as like a dollar bill i you had to do that—a dollar bill for, for what? Wells Fargo. Amazing. And it was let just me, one one dollar. Let me let me make it a little. Let me sweeten it up for you. Let me sweeten the please, deal. Let please. me sexy hamburger this up for you. <laughs> I it was a foam, It was a giant foam foam dollar bill that sort of started here and ended above my head, and there was a cutout for my face. But I guess because it was a commercial about like how you how Wells Fargo can help you get the most out of your money. Sure, <laughs> sure. I can't believe, I I'm imagining the advertising <laughs> agency pitching this as I just did. The, the idea is you are showing that <laughs> the dollar you, really helps you get more out of your money. I was also uh, instructing someone how to do yoga. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the dollar bill In costume. In the dollar bill costume. So you could see how? like yoga pants underneath and then yoga shirt. I I don't know what that even means, but like some sort of workout shirt underneath. Where the armholes were cut out, and then just like an attractive normal woman, sure. um, doing that, I was like doing sort of a like a triangle pose with with this so costume on for for sure. Yeah. But
2: how could you move around in a yoga pose? I was confused.
0: Foam. It was foam, and it was also super expensive. It's like oh. that thing where you know that they don't care about you. They're like, don't. Don't get anything on, like, don't get any of your makeup on the dollar. <laughs> That's how you
2: it, know you're really succeeding.
0: Yeah. It costs them a lot. <laughs> you take of a money. backseat
2: to a foam piece of whatever.
0: 100% yes, that is exactly what happened to me. You no, know I, I never got to do, do, do that. Happened?
2: I never had to do any of that. And I always, I'm like fascinated by all the people on Hollywood Boulevard who, you know, dress up like, superheroes and stuff day in and day out and like the turf wars and all of that. Oh yeah, that's a whole Fascinating. thing. Yeah, but I, I, never had to, I never had to do
0: it. Um, th- there's Paul F. Tompkins has a, a bit about that, about, about people dressed like that and how they just get filthy. <laughs> Their costumes just get dirty and grimy. They and... totally
2: are. And you see them sometimes like at the Starbucks where you know, Wonder Woman and Batman are like hanging out and it's just depressing. They're so sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not for me.
0: It's not for you, uh, but you are from you, you, you. are from LA, right? I am. You, I am. You, uh, did I'm... you grow? You grew up here? Yeah. Where are you from? New friend, Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Then I spent ten years in San Francisco.
2: Beautiful people love that San Francisco.
0: So great. Did you have a sense when you? Do, wh- what area of LA did you grow up in? The Miracle Mile.
2: Oh, okay Yeah, proper LA Not like, you know, some outlying area And then I'm claiming LA Yeah, not
0: Thousand There's A lot Oaks. of people that do
2: that Yeah, no Thousand Oaks no. Screw that Yeah, not even the valley I was like poisoned against the valley From a very young age Because my mother was also born and raised in Los Angeles And we're like a very anti-valley family for some reason Which sucks because they have beautiful homes there For yeah. like a much better price tag And I can't True. do it
0: It's so much hotter there though it's, It oh. is, it is, it is that's enough for me to not to not spend a lot of time in the valley. All right. Um, uh, so you were so you were born and raised in the Miracle Mile. That's in right. The Mar- in Tucson, Miracle Mile is where all the hookers are. Really? <laughs> yeah. And so and that's what I think of. And like when you think of the term Miracle Mile, it sort of makes sense too. That actually not does so make much, yeah. sense.
2: I think before I was born, it was just referred to as the Mile. Wow. Yeah, and then it turned into the Miracle
0: Mile. Interesting. Yeah, you didn't know so that? your mother was a virgin. <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. I know this story. Uh, this is this is fascinating. What was that movie, Dan, that we were talking about that takes place on Miracle Mile? Miracle Mile. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. I truly did not remember that that was the name. That's it's really like a
2: nuclear yeah fallout. That, yeah, I never watched it because my sister was really scared by it, and so I figured I'd be also scared. Yeah, and yeah.
0: It's a little disappointing that your parents didn't force you to watch every Miracle Mile-related movie. As I know, part of or your, just that one your history, your family's history, <laughs> or even yeah. just that one.
2: Yeah, no, uh, I it's it's I never liked those nuclear movies. And then there was another one that do you remember that really not good movie Volcano? Yeah, because La Brea Tar Pits, yes, right? Yes, I grew up like right around there.
0: I love the Tar Pits. They're great. Did you guys wander over to all that stuff? LACMA, oh, yeah. and the Tar Pits. Oh, yeah. And you got um, to grow up by the dinosaurs sinking into their It was just like screaming
2: in agony yeah. forever. <laughs> yes, that, that was ever, nice. forever.
0: Um, And so you did? You would do, were your family yeah. were they members of like the LACMA? Yeah, we would do that.
2: And then uh, I didn't go to LACMA for so many years. And now they have, like, cool stuff there with... The, I mean, I guess they've always had cool stuff there, but, like, all those sculptures and, now and it's stuff. Now it's good. Now it's, it's good again. <laughs> uh, but I did I did this weird... Th- you know, like, those boot camp things where it's, like, exercise boot camp? I did one uh, years and years and years ago that was at the LACMA grounds, and it was awful because you had to be there at, like, 5.30 in the morning, and I did Oof. it for, like, six months, and <laughs> there was a woman there who... Was seriously no exaggeration, like in remission from cancer. She had cancer and she had no hair and she was very weak and tiny. And this woman still did better at boot camp than I did.
0: Did the instructor call you out with that fact and make it super awkward (laughs) for everyone? The cancer woman's blapping you. Yeah, it was sort of like... This is weird because I'm insulting cancer woman, but I really want you
2: to feel bad. I know. It was so embarrassing. It it was really not good. It was not good. I'm not in good shape.
0: Oh. (laughs) Uh, So were you not athletic when you were... uh, No, I was super athletic growing
2: up. And then like everything else, uh, I stopped doing all the things that were good for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like around... 17,
0: 18. Okay. Yeah. What were you, what uh, sports were you into? Soccer was the big one.
2: I played soccer forever. Um, and then I played softball also. But I've always been like very competitive. I just stopped doing it. Now, when I like attempt to play soccer, it is truly the most pathetic thing you've ever seen. I can't do anything. Yeah.
0: But All, you knew how to. So you're sort yeah, yeah. of, also But none of that, by that
2: Exactly. Like the muscle memory, like, oh, it'll no, 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 no. Yeah. None of that. Like, all the things I was kind of good at when I was a kid, I, I'm so bad at now. It's such a bummer. Do you...
0: <laughs> yeah, that is a bummer. It is a bummer. Thanks, everybody. See ya. <laughs> Priscilla? Uh, no. Um, <clears throat> uh, do you have brothers and
2: sisters? I do. I have one brother and one sister. Where do you fall? I fall at the very, very
0: end. The that baby. baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you behave like the baby? I don't even know what that means because I'm an only child. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's different.
2: I have, many, I have many questions for only children, but I guess you just you don't, you don't know. Did you want siblings? I didn't really. Interesting.
0: I didn't know until now. Now I wish I had them, but yeah. when I was growing up, I didn't. I had so many friends who fought like, yeah. their, with
2: their siblings and stuff. Yeah, you definitely hate your siblings like nobody else growing up. Um, do they yeah. still live here? They do. They totally do, and they're awesome, and we all get along really well and everything, but... Yeah, I was definitely like the look-at-me, look-at-me baby of the family, for sure.
0: Including soccer, including softball. Yeah. Were you doing artsy stuff, too, back then? I was playing the piano.
2: That was my big thing for like 10 years. Did um, you
0: start playing piano because you wanted to? Or, or no. were your parents like, you should play piano? Yeah, it's
2: like, you're a middle-class Jew. You're playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> we all had to pick our instruments. I, I So I guess I maybe picked it my brother played the flute which never let your son play the flute (laughs) it's just a bad idea like I I have a nephew who's one and I already have given him like as many individual drums I'm building (laughs) up a drum set like I'm trying to get this kid laid when he's in high school because when you're playing the flute like nobody's interested a flautist
0: that's true. Why yeah. is it flautist? I don't know. It's even worse. It gets me worse. every time. It bothers I me.
2: It's awful. And then I think he had like a piccolo for a little while. No, no, no. no That's no. even worse. Yeah, sure that's
0: worse. And then my
2: sister sang, but she could never sing. She had the worst singing voice. And so we'd have to go to her recitals, and it was just everybody in the family was like, like trying to not acknowledge that we were related to
0: her. No one said anything? She just
2: continued to sing? No, what can you say? I mean, she loved it. None of us were like, you're good at this, but I don't think we said you're the worst singer. I mean, she cannot carry a tune. She's a terrible, terrible singer. Does
0: she know that now?
2: Yes. And we say it to her a lot now.
0: Okay. Yeah. To make up for lost it's, time. Totally.
2: It's not it's not good what she was doing. But she was very artsy. My brother was I mean, she's like an amazing artist and photographer. And then my brother was uh, a, a really great writer in this sort of overly sensitive little sweet boy. He well, we played the flute. He played the flute. <laughs> I know. I'm remembering in high school when he, because he was good at the flute, but then he tried to make it cool and he would try, try to play jazz flute.
0: <laughs> that is so much worse. Yeah,
2: it's so much worse. It's so much worse. Because even the violin, you can. I remember there was a kid in jazz band in high school who played the electric violin and
0: he was cool. Yeah, yeah, flute. <laughs> no. Under no circumstances. No, 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 no. The more you try to sex it up, the worse it gets. The worse it gets. Yes. So I was like
2: musical, and then I played, you know, the oboe for a couple years, which I thought no. was hilarious. Bow. Yeah, like picked it as a joke, and then played it for two years. It's not a great instrument.
0: And <laughs> I'm fascinated by the reeded instruments. That I. Oh, oh this is a double. You got it. It's double. Got, double it's, it's a reeded. double read. Yes. Double read it. The oboe and the bassoon. What? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me be clear. I know what a bassoon is, but I don't know what double reeded
2: means. It's like a, where a reed is normally just like a flat piece of, and then you put it in the mouthpiece. This is like a standalone mouthpiece, but there are two of them, and they vibrate a- against each other. What does that do? It just creates a different sort of more grating sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Double reed.
2: Yeah, and then I tried to play the baritone sax for a little bit, like uh, Lisa Simpson. And then was it because of Lisa Simpson? Kind of. I liked how humongous awesome! it was. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah. And then I don't play anything anymore at all. Well, we've established that the things you were good at, you're yes, no longer right. good at. So yes, the piano's the real bummer. I can't play it at all. Piano,
0: oboe, and sax. Yeah,
2: sax for a very short amount of time, as well as the drums for a very short amount of time. But the piano was sort of my main...
0: My main thing. I want to focus in on the sax for just a second because okay, that is it. another instrument, right? That uh, had some appeal. Like if you go back and you look at any movie that um, what's the guy's name who directed like uh, Lost Boys? Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. Um, I feel like I've borrowed Dan Katz <laughs> from Jimmy Farter's podcast. Um, uh, Joel Schumacher has like sax in every movie, right? And and uh, and in St. Elmo's Fire doesn't. Rob Lowe play the sax, and then and then Lost Boys. There's like this. I just went and saw Lost Boys at the like the food truck. It's so much. It will scare you for a different reason if you watch it. Really? Oh, my God. I don't remember
2: anything about that movie except that the Chinese food, the white rice was maggots and the chow mein was worms. You're eating maggots. Yeah. those worms, Michael? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh. I I hated the name Michael by the end of that movie. He just just said it all the time, Michael. Michael. I hated it as much as now I hate the word friend because of how Joe Biden used it over and over in the vice presidential debates.
2: He Let's... used it like he
0: was about to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> My friend over here, Ominous. I was so proud yeah, of him. Yeah, I'm doing political humor, guys. Yeah, uh, you got really topical. Watch top out, ball. Jimmy Dore! <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, make some room. And I'm wearing red, bat, and blue. Super embarrassing. Yeah, so you that are Suddenly, It's all very embarrassing. <laughs> um... Uh okay but saxophone yeah so there's this uh, there's a whole scene that's like this crazy beach party with a super buff shirtless oiled guy playing sax and there's like Bolts of fire coming up on either side of him. I wish I remembered vampires. I don't. I don't remember this at all. That sounds so beautiful. We're gonna watch this together. Okay, done. And I've got an inside joke for us for our okay. new uh, blossoming friendship, oh, which sweet. is that when someone's voice irritates us, because we both have sort of like deep voices, yeah, so if we, we be, if we meet some girl who has a shrill voice, we can be like, double read. <laughs>
2: That is the greatest new friend inside joke I think I've ever heard. It's pretty tight, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Do you um, think you have a deep voice? I think you have like a very nice lady's voice. I feel, really, like I feel like I have, I have a kind boy's
0: a deep voice. voice. I don't know. I mean, I could go deeper, please. I no. just go into I go into like a weird Michael Keaton impression the second I try to go deeper. Well, then I'm gonna like, hey, fall in love with you. hey, I don't know. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I, I. Then we don't. Uh,
2: this is this is not how your podcast goes. I understand, but I was just recently told that I, I didn't get a, a voice out like a cartoon movie because my my voice was so much deeper than the boys. <laughs> it's a that
0: is a compliment. I don't
2: know if that is a compliment at all.
0: That's a. I think it's great. The I'm I enjoy your low voice. Look, I got shrill in defense of your low voice. You I did. Like, I think it's great. You have a low voice. You double read it. <clears throat> I double read it. Well done. When I'm under pressure, I double-read sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. What can you do? I'm going to make a couple calls. That's what, what I can, can do. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? When you were uh, a kid, what did you have... The Michael Keaton question... The, that was not a question. The Michael <laughs> Keaton thing reminded me. Like, Did you have uh, favorite movie stars and stuff that oh, you yeah. just couldn't get enough of when you were... Yeah, I was like always into. Uh, I was into
2: Michael Keaton for sure. When I think back of the uh, about the movies that I was into at different times, I was a huge Adam Sandler fan, fan like crazy, crazy huge. But when it was like Happy Gilmore and uh, the other one, Billy Madison, Wayne's World, all those like kind of comedy movies. But then I fell madly in love with Michael Douglas. Mm. (laughs) and I would watch the American president like on a loop oh yeah when I was, like, making out with my high school boyfriend, I'd <laughs> covertly it. turn it on so I could kind of look beyond
0: my boyfriend and <laughs> oh stare at Michael D- Yeah, that's not great. I that's mean, a good
2: one. Kind of, but... Uh, well, I'm,
0: because mine was, like, Kevin Klein. so <gasps> same. <gasps> Kevin sort of Klein, like... I had in Fish Called Wanda. I was so Come in on. love with him. Well, also, that's, like, I mean, I don't know about you, but that's sort of those movies where your parents let you see them and there's, like, sexy content, yes. but it's not super sexy. Right, right. You're sort of finding out about sex in that way. And that's sort of how I think of that movie with him. like Totally. You know what I mean? The whole... Totally, yeah. The way that he gets aroused and... and like, all whole of that stuff. And
2: don't you remember like little, just the sex parts of the movies that you somehow were allowed to... Yes. Well, I remember White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> with Woody Harrelson just being like, I'm going to put my money... I'm going to put my mouth where that money is. Because he had like put money on her crotch. And it's like, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand that. that might not but be the healthiest
0: association <laughs> to have with <laughs> it's sex. It made me feel weird.
2: <laughs> that in like fast times when they would go to the oh, point please. and you saw boobs and they she I guess she was like sort of raped.
0: Kind it, of uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but she I was. just well, thought it was so se- tra- That is a pretty sexy movie. Yeah. That's like, that's a that's a like really saying, like, movie. I watched this comedy, Risky Business.
2: <laughs> right, like, <laughs> right, eh. right. I actually rewatched a bit of that, Risky Business, recently. That is dark, that movie. I mean, I know everybody knows that that movie's dark, but, like,
0: wow, that movie's dark. I don't dark. think that everybody does think of it that way. I think they think of uh, Hot Sex on a Train. Yeah. With Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirt that and that the having, sunglasses everybody knows I'm not saying that we fantasize <laughs> but I don't fantasize that often about having sex with Foucault on the train <laughs> um, but, yeah, but and then, yeah and then dancing with the underwear and the yeah. shirt and like the skidding around on the floor but it is dark it's really dark
2: it's like really dark it makes you feel strange still
0: Watch it. I, I want to take a moment, yeah, for everyone to just feel real weird about it. Everybody feel weird Because everyone's about it. thinking right now, I'm fond of Risky Business, and how they <laughs> feel weird, too. Yeah, if you're fond of
2: it, then something's very wrong with you.
0: Right? You're not acknowledging how dark that movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to when you would you have an awareness when you were like in 13, 14 that you wanted to like do movies and, and be in showbiz or
2: No. Um, fifteen was when it started, actually. Before that it never occurred to me. It was so not my thing. And then I, I started taking drama at school because I had ditched the piano around that time. And uh, I went to a performing arts high school and so I needed an elective. What's the name of that high school? Hamilton High. On Robertson Boulevard. Right. Yeah. It's a good school. I mean, it was not a good school, but it is had it a good private? music. Is it, so it's a, is it a private? No, 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 oh, no, 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 public. no, no. Public, all the way through LAUSD.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm a like... fan of
2: public school. <laughs> it's great. I mean, I don't. I mean, it wasn't the greatest school necessarily, but I think that if you have good parents and and people like you want to be smart, then there are ways to to figure out how to get a good education in public school. But you really have to figure it out. It's not presented to you like in private school.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you started taking drama.
2: So I started taking drama because I, uh,
0: this school was sort
2: of intimidating and the, the kids that went to this school had been singing and dancing, so they were two. It was like one of those kind of vibes. And I could not sing or dance like them, and so I, I thought I could fake drama. And so I just started taking it, and I was like, wow, this is so much easier than playing the piano. I'm going to fake <laughs> this for a little while longer. And now I'm an actress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you end. ever going to stop faking? No. No girl Two years from now I'm done I'm done Going back to the piano Oh god No no <laughs> You can film like a Joaquin Phoenix style documentary About how you're going back to the piano I've been piano. waiting
2: <laughs> to unleash My Joaquin Phoenix style documentary On the world
0: No one needs that I know No Talk one needed a that it Turned movie out movie that made you feel Did you see that movie? I couldn't get through it It was really I hate a jerk, It but... made
2: me feel very strange Very yeah. strange Yeah But did you see The Master?
0: No I haven't seen it yet <sighs> You liked it? I've heard mixed things. Yeah, take advantage of that, Mike.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I actually I loved it. I, I'm sort of obsessed with it.
0: Are you obsessed also with just the the strangeness of Scientology? Yes, that's I, the all whole, due respect to the any Scientology reason
2: why I loved that movie so much. And it's very subtle. I mean, you know what they're talking about, but they're not really talking about it.
0: Yeah. Did you grow up? I mean, with an awareness of it because L. A. is because I had never heard of Scientology when I was in Tucson and then I moved to San Francisco and there was like, I did start getting asked, do you want to take a stress test? Like, Did you do it? Did you ever go? Out? Out? I never did. Good for you. Um, but, and then I came down to L I I thought, oh, San Francisco has a, like, there's a lot of it up there and then I came down here and I was amazed. Yeah, it's crazy. Here. And I live by the Celebrity Center too oh. so that's a whole other thing. Again but. with the bragging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I drive by it almost every. Whoa.
2: Day. Whoa. Uh, no, I was aware of it um, mainly because my first... Boyfriend In high school Was a Scientologist Oh
0: Yeah How Did he Was he interested In getting you on board He was pretty cool
2: About it I mean We were Totally in love He was like my first Love And he was raised In Scientology His parents are Also Scientology And now I believe He's married with uh, Scientologist kids Of his own And he Was really cool About it I mean I was Jew I am Jewish But I was more Jewish Then (laughs) And like did I your cared about practice it. And yeah. That's kind of
0: a, may I say that that area there's in the, the Miracle Mile, right? There's a, there's kind of a great Jewish community there. were community quite a few there. of
2: us in the Miracle Mile.
0: <laughs> yes. Did you uh, did you not drive and stuff or?
2: No, no, no. I was like a, a total reform Jew, very, very, very non-religious. But we did all the holidays. I had about Mitzvah. I like went to Israel for two and a half months when I was sixteen. And I was into it then because I just think kids are more superstitious, maybe. I mean, I don't want to insult anybody, but I'm not so into it now. And I was really into it then. And uh, it was sort of cool to be Jewish in L.A. growing up, like to have a bat mitzvah. And it was sort of strange if you weren't Jewish, which is fantastic. And this guy, my boyfriend, was a Scientologist, but he never really would... Pressure me. He only occasionally asked if I wanted to go with him to like the Museum of Death or whatever it was called, and I always Psychiatry declined. Like Kills Museum. Yes, yes, yeah. and I never went. But his family was amazing. Like he he was a really good guy.
0: Is but, he, yeah. And this is was this at Alexander Hamilton High School? It was indeed.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if i was I've like added a, <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> well, you're actually spot on, lady. Thank it you. It was Alexander Hamilton, but no, they were. Because he was an actor. <laughs> he was a singer and
0: a dancer and a president.
2: Yes. I All that's what they <laughs> those named
0: things. The high school after him.
2: Um, yeah, no, it was, it was fine. There weren't, I don't remember there being a ton of Scientologists around, really. Uh, I think he was the only one I knew. But there were a lot of Mormons at my
0: high school. No, my really? My Mormon, yeah. I wow. grew up in the church. These guys know that if they listen to the podcast. but I know that too, then. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, and that was
2: like, there are a lot of singing, dancing Mormons. Is that like yeah. part of it? Yeah, that's really... one of the
0: reasons I did, I, did, I did an episode with somebody else who grew up in the church and we both love singing and that was like the only thing that we looked forward to because it's a very singy, yeah, religion, hence the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So you're voting for Mitt Romney. So I'm voting for Mitt Romney <laughs> <laughs> and Fantastic. I encourage all of you to do the same. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are so there were a lot of Mormons at your at your high school lot, too. A
2: lot Jews of them. Jews and Mormons. Jews and Mormons <laughs> singing and dancing <laughs> the new musical that uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone are going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's contemporary. Even
0: More contemporary. It's,
2: yeah, I mean it was so it's so weird to think about being a kid and how like you that's where you go to Hebrew school or church, I assume, and all of that and you just are so I was such a like borderline OCD superstitious kid that I just bought into all of it. All of it. If my parents had been like full on like fundamentalist like Islamic I've been like yep, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm really yeah and that it, it freaks me out. I don't know. But do retrospect. your parents your, do your
0: parents still practice more than you and and you sort of take that on when you are with your family
2: it, it, it's just my dad my mother passed away when I was a kid and my father still goes to temple but it, we were always like high holy day like twice a year Jews but yeah he's still very much into it and I've now taken a a real backseat to it but he can't do anything about it anymore <laughs> so it works out for everybody or really just for me
3: um, <laughs>
0: Did you uh, – you, you said you had a bat mitzvah. Did you I, – I, I went to a lot of bat mitzvahs. Most of my friends were Jewish in, uh, when I was growing up, and, and uh, I went to a ton of bar and bat mitzvahs. But there wasn't like – when I hear about them now, and maybe this is an L.A. thing, people are talking about it like there's themes and stuff. Yeah. I, there, I, did you have a theme? Did I, you did, the- I did. You I did. I had a theme, okay.
2: but it was like really half-assed. Like most people who had themes, they went full on. And the private school kids, you know, came from this in- these insane families, and so you'd hear about the private school bar and bat mitzvahs, and they'd be like, oh, "I rented out Dodger Stadium," and that was not my vibe at all. I had it at a Marriott, actually, and it was very lovely in Century City, and the theme was disco. <laughs>
0: I love how literal disco yeah. is.
2: <laughs> exactly, it's my theme. It I have to get the disco dress across yeah. it. It's so, oh. And who? I mean, I was a scrawny kid, so it was made for children. I would assume this dress. I don't know whose mother allowed them to actually buy it, but not mine.
0: Um, were you so, in terms of talking about being scrawny or about being kind of uncomfortable in your body? I mean, is, did you feel that? Oh God! Which, yeah. by the way, I also noticed that we both were like like weirdly getting ready for getting on stage like <laughs> getting ready like making fun of ourselves for nah, I gotta go on stage was like some flapping happening like, yeah, there, was some, there was some, some flapping. Flapping, flapping happening yeah. did you feel did you sort of feel I mean you were doing sports sometimes that helps but did you have that sort of awkwardness of it doesn't help it was awful it was
2: so awful like I and you know they came in everything turned out okay but I <laughs> <laughs> I used to I just remember like praying, praying at night, like, please just let me, (laughs) boobs,
0: please, please. What about the
2: exercises? Did you do the exercises? I definitely did the exercises. uh, Are you there,
0: God, it's me, Margaret? Yes,
2: yes. I was just thinking about that book and how, yeah, I did everything from Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, except I was never able to figure out, because I was like uh, before our time so much that the... Pads, like the, yeah, it's just the, about I don't even pads, understand right? what they were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's fully about pads, but it was like seventies
0: pads where you and had the like belt. a belt. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what the belt is. Well, uh, my mom acquainted me with the belt. Okay, when I got my period. Okay, um, tell me, tell everybody. It's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. You wear it like them. under your underpants. I don't I get. I mean, it's like a like a belt she was like in case of emergency i'm not sure in case of emergency carry like a full kit yeah of that instead of just like a tampa i don't but know that's, so did you like have multiple belts or was like the belt the belt and then you switched out the... i had my disco belt sure. i had my no I, I don't think i ever used it i think that she was just like this is also an option <laughs> oh
2: man oh
0: man that you would never choose ever ever oh yeah. yeah no I never use the There's no way they're not belt. still around. There's no way that some—I mean, somebody goes and get—I don't know—somebody uses the belt, but do they? But wait, do they?
2: No, probably not anymore. Because
0: that would be a thing where, like, I was going to say, only an old lady would use it. Yeah. <laughs> there are holes in this story. Nostalgically, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think that through at all. Oh.
2: Really old women prefer it. Ugh. Um, yeah, so so there's no belt. No belt. I Those didn't. I never used to eat a, a belt. But yeah, it's that's another thing where you just if you're behind. I wasn't like the last one, but I was close to the last one, and you're so jealous of girls who get their period, which now is such an absurd concept. But yeah, I, I just would, I wanted it so bad. I got teased for being so flat all the time. That was like my big thing.
0: So, but the, were there boys that appreciated your flatness? No. <laughs> so the, so the, the guy was
2: your, that, your first love? Well, was by that, then, a, I, the had, I, I had something happening by that time, by high school. But, like, junior high was just a wash. There were no boobs.
0: None whatsoever. None. And I don't know. I don't remember, so I must have sort of developed normally. I was really tall. I mean, I got teased about that. But the tall, being the tall girl is not easy. Yeah. I was
2: not the tall girl, but I was definitely the flat-chested girl. And if you don't remember, then you definitely got boobs I at guess the right time. Be.
0: Where did you sit, like, in class pictures when everybody lined up? Because I was always exact center, left-hand side. Like, exact center, and then one per- one person would be here, and for some reason I was always on the left of that other tall person.
2: The other gawky giraffe one. My cousin is six feet tall, and she was six feet tall, like, in ninth grade. And- That's oy. rough. Oy. Yeah, no, I, saw, I was, like, I was of average height. I would sit in, on the... Bench, I believe, like the first row.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must have been nice. Row. It was not right bad. Sign, right by the sign they
2: hold up that says, it was not bad. But then I had a friend who was taller and she got boobs early, like sixth grade. Also a Mormon, actually, now that I think about it. And she, I think it's really weird to be the first one with boobs because people want to t- touch them. <laughs>
0: A lot, girls. I was sure. not that person. I definitely wasn't first. That's for
2: sure. You didn't get random people touching your no boobs
0: like in like in sixteen candles. When yeah, 16. yeah. Sam's gotten her boobies. It was like that, and all the boys wanted to go out with her because
2: they wanted to, you know, get to touch them uh, more bad. than just the other as boys. Bad,
0: right, just as bad as being the yeah. The she girl wasn't quickly.
2: into it. I don't remember her loving having those boobs. But yeah, it was it was like the defining thing of of growing up that everybody got boobs and I
0: didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna add. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. This will make you feel better. We're gonna add. We're gonna play Mash. Uh, mm-hmm. And while I, when I'm counting uh, to kind of figure out what your the results of your future, sure, you're confirmed hundred percent. This is going to happen. Thank future. God. I'm so so we'll happy be, I'm here uh, to learn Priscilla, will, we'll take a break and Priscilla will do another song. So, um, but I'm gonna add a new category to Mash. Okay. We'll start with it. Uh, at what age do you wish you would have gotten boobs? Ooh. You can give three options. Okay. Be like 20. No, that's not going to be it. it. could be five. That would tell us n- a lot about n- you n- also. Nope. <laughs> nope. I
2: would say uh, three ages that I would have liked to have gotten This boobs. is why it doesn't
0: make any sense. This is why it's never been a MASH category. I like it. Now.
2: I think 11 would have been nice. Okay. Uh, I think age 72. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm just going to go from like, straight out of uh, straight from birth infancy <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs>
2: beautiful Your i mean beautiful i've never seen anything like that with
0: beautiful breasts yes, yes. <laughs> beautiful breasts oh, i love it um can you please give me three guys that you would like to marry? So should I use, like, I haven't played this game
2: in a really long time. Do I, should I pick, like, actors?
0: Whoever you want. Okay. But I, you know I'm putting Michael Douglas in there.
2: Michael Douglas. Great. Joe Biden.
0: <laughs>
2: nice. And finally, Mr. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs>
0: I don't have a lot of room on here. So I just wrote Mr. Danger. (laughs) That lucky son of a bitch gets to go by Mr. Danger. Uh, uh, Three pets. Three pets. Could be anything. Oh, an alpaca from Peru. Uh
2: I just wanted to drop that. I don't think that's uh,
0: particularly responsible of you. Back off exactly what I said. Uh,
2: Okay. A... A 170 year old tortoise Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and a stinging jellyfish. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Three cars that you would like to drive
2: a 1982 Volvo station wagon, a 1992
0: Volvo station wagon, and a Tesla. Note to self: She does not mean the band. Um, three jobs. Three jobs. Uh, d- dog
2: shampooist. <laughs> <laughs> Spackler slash cocker. <laughs> And uh, dental hygienist. Yep. <laughs> All of these. It, there's no loser. There's no you can't, loser. Lose. You can't yeah. lose.
0: This is going to be great. Uh, how many kids? 70 kids.
2: <laughs> Four
0: kids. Zero kids. Okay. Guys, what am I forgetting? What's another good one? Got that. Got the mash. That'll be a mansion, apartment, shack, or house. Um, Car, drive, job, husband. We never used to do,
2: like, our own fun categories. I feel like we kind of stuck to that, but I don't remember what, they, yeah. what the standard ones were.
0: Um, ta- Let's do a talent. A Why talent. not? Psh. Who's going to stop us? I mean,
2: not me. Seriously, is anyone going to stop us? Is anybody going to stop us?
0: Okay, we'll do a talent.
2: Talent. Um, To sing like Priscilla on. Yeah. I would not mind that. Um, to be able to weave three-dimensional shapes using household straws and threads. <laughs>
0: Shades, stars, yeah, straws, you know. got it. Straws.
2: And, uh... What oh, did you say, straws and what? Straws and threads. Threads. I don't I don't want to miss any of that. Gold. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. And, uh, I guess to be able to walk on my hands mm-hmm. instead of my feet, but only walk, you know, like my
0: hands are my feet. Yes. <laughs> Hand walker... Never feet <laughs> um, okay let's let's get a suggestion this this is great. We might as well get a suggestion from the audience about uh, what what other category you can have. I mean, I guess I was asking you, but now I'm really asking you something inventive. superpowers love it. Superpowers superpower well done x-ray vision
2: mm-hmm. v- vision
0: x-ray vision <laughs>
2: Um, Telekinesis Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. I knew you were going to say that Cool (laughs) Wait is that No that's telepathy That's telepathy That's what I have You have have that Currently (laughs) I have the ability To read minds And also get Powers wrong Wow Um, uh, Telekinesis Uh
2: huh Oh I thought you were saying You had telekinesis I get it now Um, uh, Fireballs Fireballs From
0: my fingertips Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is great. Okay, so I'm gonna start this and go around in a circle, and then you tell me when to stop, and then I'll, and then Priscilla will come out. Okay, stop. Okay, um, Priscilla, why don't you play a song? And uh, this is how voting works, by the way. Also, <laughs> Priscilla is gonna be playing while they count the votes for the presidency. I don't even I oh, I'll show that. you. I'll show you offline. Cool.
2: On. so good holy moly oh yeah let's give it. W- that was awesome was so awesome so beautiful it makes me wish I was like really sad about something in my life so I could just drive around and listen to
0: yeah. we can get sad let's get sad <laughs> so beautiful uh, you Crazy. guys have really legitimized this for me deserve this at all. That um, was so, okay. That was so, so beautiful. So good. Um, Crazy. Crazy. What, what, what would you drive when you were in high school? What would you drive? Did you did you get your license when you...
2: Yeah, the second I could, yeah. I got my license. Um, I would I would steal the car before I got my license, but just for some reason to go to the McDonald's drive through mm-hmm. That was it. And yeah. then would get home, like, really scared. But I had a car waiting for me because it was my older sister's car, and then she went to college. And so I just needed to wait a year, and then it would be mine. It was just there, there. And uh, so then I got my license, like, instantly. And, what kind of car uh, was it? It was a Honda Passport, which was Your like an SUV. to adventure. Yeah, you know, that's right. Exactly right. Um, which was like a kind of nicer car for a kid. It was an SUV Before a lot of people, I guess, had before like everybody had SUVs, so it was it was dope. I loved it, and then uh, I would drive around, yeah, listening to all all everything, everything embarrassing. Um, You got well when I got into like being a girl, which took me a really long time. uh, I got very into Liz Fair.
0: That's not bad. No, no, that's great.
2: Like that Exile and Guyville album Mm -hmm. um, was. Is still remains fantastic. I should Absolutely. actually redownload that. Um, and then, you know, I did you ever? I don't know why I keep remembering this in the past few days, but there was a band called Tripping Daisy. Oh, yeah. Does anybody remember that band? What did I mean? I, they had one song, and I believe it was called Girl, but I don't remember how it goes. Does anybody, does anybody remember? I know. About?
0: Tripping Daisy. That it was like so
2: familiar. kooky music, like rock, but it had like a kooky flavor to it. <laughs> Like the spin doctors, <laughs> not know, unlike why, the, the only un- thing I can come up with. <laughs> there from were like ten years before that. Well, well, and then I was also—I mean—it was such a good time to be growing up because the music was so odd. Like all the grunge, you know. I was obsessed with Stone Temple Pilots. I was obsessed with Sublime, like Beyond, and then mm. I got into uh, ska. I was—I was really into ska and like punk rock for. Two months, but (laughs) for those two months, I would, like, draw those straight-edge X's on my hands. Did you know what that meant? No. I had no idea. I had no idea. Or maybe... I think I didn't know what it was, and then I was with my cousin in Oregon, and he was like really straight edge, and he was older than I was. And he explained to me what it was, and so then I would tell everybody. But I was at that point way too young to, I, nobody was doing drugs. Nobody was I, was, I think I was like in elementary school. I
0: was like, straight edge, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. We went way back. So you, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> wow. Operation Ivy. I remember really liking wow. Operation Ivy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, all right. I got a full-on smattering. That's awesome. No, nothing, no other band got a, got applause. That's true. Sublime. Nope. One clap Whatever. You know, you all love
2: Sublime. <laughs> Everybody loved Sublime. Yeah, and then I was obsessed with like local bands, and so we would we would play their oh, music cool. all the time.
0: Yeah. Who so would you go out and go to shows and stuff when you were when you were yeah. in school? Yeah, we would
2: go to. Um, well, I was actually just talking about this or something else because it's really weird what ended up happening, but there were two bands that were like the huge L.A. high school bands. The first one was Phantom Planet.
0: Oh, yeah. Which like is still a, still a band. Yeah. Like, um, is that, isn't that Jason Schwartzman's Yeah, band? I don't
2: think he's been in it for a really long time, but yeah, he okay. was in it in, in high school. And they were like the gods like, all oh, the girls... And they were a few years older than I was, but oh, oh my God. It would just, like, stand outside the Roxy, like, trying to smoke cigarettes. And, like, he's
0: going to talk to me tonight. Tonight's the night. Like, no. <laughs> sounded a little bit like you were doing an Italian accent. Hey, tonight, he's going to have stuff on my phone number
2: tonight. <laughs> yeah, nothing little like band. that. And then there was the band that would open for Phantom Planet. And they were also really... Talented, but uh, they were called Cara's Flowers, but it was just sort of known that like Phantom Planet was the band, and Cara's Flowers was also a good band, but they opened for them. Cara's Flowers has since gone on to become Maroon 5, which is like this... <laughs> so they get the last laugh. Yeah. And yeah, we would go to those shows all the time. It's he crazy. It all right,
0: that guy lives in my neighborhood.
2: Which one, the singer? Yeah. Adam? Yeah. yeah. I didn't really know him. I liked Mickey liked Mickey. A lot. But I was closer... Closer. I mean, I was not close with any of these people, <laughs> not by any stretch of the imagination, but I knew the Phantom Planet boys more. Yeah. I just ran into one yesterday at the Toyota of Hollywood dealership.
0: Hey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, That reminded me that I wanted to tell you what kind of car you actually. I hope you didn't get a Toyota because you're going to end up with something that is not a
2: Toyota. No, I, uh, well, I think you could probably guess what car I drive in real life, but not in
0: MASH life. In MASH life, there's a lot going on, guys. This is good. Um, In MASH life, you live in a mansion. Sweet. With your seven zero children. Yes. Okay. 70 children.
2: You need a mansion for that many children. 70 children. Um, your
0: talent is that you can walk on your hands. Wow. As if they're your feet. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. What a uh, talent. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not all. You also have a superpower, which kind of is a talent, but um, you have x-ray vision. Weird. <laughs> okay. So you can, like, tell people where the
2: bones are broken. Yeah, but usually, like, from the knees down, because that's where my head is. <laughs> your big toe looks a little curvy.
0: Got it. You have a pin in your ankle.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, I do. You're welcome. <laughs> um, now, I... <laughs> Your career as a dog shampooist <laughs> probably keeps you pretty busy. Yeah, I would think I would
2: think so, but here's something for you. Am I washing those dogs with my feet now?
0: I'm wondering a few things. Are you washing the dogs with your feet and are you what if you can't turn off your x-ray vision so you're never sure if the dog's clean because all you can see is its skeleton? <laughs> this sounds like more of a nightmare. <laughs> the more we talk about it. Uh, if things get too crazy, you can just get
2: into your Tesla. <laughs> it's weird that like a lot of stuff really kind of worked out.
0: I know, really did. You know, <laughs> I think that's a what? lot of money that caught.: <laughs> Yeah, you got a Tesla. Remember um, me and you have the alpaca. Lovely, which is very nice. Lovely. And you're married to Michael Douglas. <gasps>
2: Oh man! And now I have to return to my real life.
0: <laughs> there's like one more that. that we're forgetting about, but I. But before that, I wanted to try. To, I wanted to like quote something from an American president because I feel like I watched that a bunch too, but I can't remember anything. Okay.
2: Do you want me to come up? Yeah. <laughs> oh god.
0: Something like my name is what's his name in the movie? My name is blah blah blah, and, and I am Andrew? the president. Andy.
2: Shepard. Andrew, Andrew Shepherd. Shepard, nicely yeah, done. Yeah, doesn't he say that? It's a, that's like a. That's like a. Thing. I'm Andrew Shepard, and I, I don't remember anything from the movie. I mean, I mean I love nothing. I that impression. The I I'm remember, Andrew. yeah, because he does the speech yeah. at the end, and he like yeah. backs up Annette Benning instead of going for what his what the party wanted, and it's like no, she was doing some like good for the world thing. I remember no details about it except he would say, uh, "Don't take." DuPont Circle, and it was like an inside joke between them. Yeah, I get back to DuPont with Circle. Dave sometimes. Which Dave I is love such an amazing movie. I love the movie Dave. Did you know that Michael uh, Keaton was offered Dave? Was he? Oh, the amount of movies that Michael Keaton was offered that didn't do will blow your mind. And like Michael Keaton's the great. I'm the yeah, most obsessed. with I couldn't love him
0: more. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Splash. Wow. American Beauty. What? Yeah, yeah. In the Minasuvari role, I can. Only That'd be so awesome. That'd be so awesome. With the roses. That's
2: I mean, I think he's very sexy. So such a beautiful not that, image. Not that
0: unbelievable. Really
2: good. Really good. Um, um, what are the other ones that I oh uh, randomly lost? The the Matthew Fox. Uh, role on Lost. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters. The Bill Murray role. Whoa. And here's the one that's really gonna Wait, blow that's your weird mind, because people. He, Bill
0: Murray was friends with like Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd and those guys. I can't. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I don't know <laughs> what. Is what
2: is going I can't on? Explain it to you. But this one is the real huge mindfuck because it's, a, it's the greatest movie ever. And I love it. It's perfect. But I want to see the Michael Keaton yeah. version as I want well. I love
0: all of these versions. And I love all yeah. these movies.
2: Yeah. Groundhog Day. Ooh. Okay, guys. Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so interesting. Just, just
2: think about that. Think about Michael Keaton in Groundhog Day. It's, it's actually very easy to imagine. Right? That's and a great
0: movie. Nobody did it with better him, than Bill it, Murray. And yeah, that's and a great I want to see. Him, I want to see both. I do too.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. <sighs>
0: that's fascinating. You know what else is fascinating? The fact that you came out of your mother's vagina with the most beautiful pair. Parent- yes. <laughs> yes. And you've had them ever since. <laughs> <laughs> which gives new meaning to the Lady Gaga song I was born this way <laughs> um, alright I think we have I think what I want to do is do the cootie catcher uh, what? and then I know this it's a whole thing and then, um, and then Priscilla will come and, and do a closing number for us, right? That works out time-wise, right, guys? A this, Now, this takes seven hours, I <laughs> should be clear. Um, I didn't know that that's what it was called either, but it's this thing. A hootie catcher? Right? A cootie catcher. Cootie I don't catcher? know. Does anyone know the oh the etymology of that? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so this is this is I've been doing this when I can with with people unless the podcast gets too serious. I think we're in pretty safe territory here. Um,
2: maybe we're doing a different podcast because I felt like this is fairly fairly serious.
0: It's okay, but okay. This will pick us back up. Um, so this this was made for me by uh, by Victoria Eden, who is a fan who is now also running the JV Club uh, podcast uh, Twitter account. And um, and so we're going to do this, and I actually probably do need the microphone stand for yeah, this. Yeah, I thought you were just going to bust that out with one hand like a real <laughs> Oh, my God. That would be so awesome. That would be my superpower. That's that, really
2: It's very, very necessary. Um,
0: okay. So let me just uh, suit up. <laughs> pretty self-important of this cootie catcher. Okay. And then uh, pick a color. Yellow. Y-E-L-L-O-W. Pick a number. One of these, I think, is a backwards two. Six. Six. Well, Oh, God! Fine. We're fine. One, two, three, four, five, six. Eight. Ow, <laughs> I just hit my face <laughs> on the mic. Sorry. Eight. Eight. I forgot to tell you, this has a curse attached. <laughs> Damn it! it! This is a haunted good catcher. What did you say? Eight? Is said One, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then. Eight again. Eight. Okay. The question is. Who was your biggest role model slash idol as a child? Has that changed? It's a two-parter. It's a double-read question. <laughs> nice, nicely done. You're good at this. Thanks. Um, hit my face.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I my biggest role model when I was growing up, I guess, was probably um, Robin Tunney from Empire Records. She was the one who shaved her head. Do you remember her? (laughs) I mean, she's still an actress. She's, like, on uh, the show with the mentalist. Mentalist. It's a good word to forget. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) Um, And she, because she was just, like, really, you know, she shaved her head, and that was pretty much it. And she was, like, tough, and she didn't put up with any of that bullshit at Empire Records. (laughs) (laughs) and now that I've grown up I can say that uh, she's no longer my role model
0: this is weird because I know that I just said that Maroon 5 guy lives in my neighborhood but my old duplex that I've when I first moved down here she uh, we shared a a backyard fence no backyard shared
2: yeah she's so cool she's so she is so beautiful she's a a beautiful girl I'm a fan
0: and great backyard maybe I should have like that's really the only (laughs) thing I know about her (laughs) that sounds like a euphemism for something yeah She's got a great backyard. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I, I realized that was like, pr- it wasn't a really strong finish for me on your show, but I really liked Robin Toney. No, we're gonna right? do one last one. Oh,
0: cool. Green. G-R-E-E-N. Two. One, two. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. One. One. One... In high school, if you had to fit in with a clique other than the one you mainly identified with, which we didn't really get that into clique stuff. Yeah, we didn't. Um, what would it be?
2: Um, well, I can answer this question in a way that it's like we, uh, we did talk about it.
0: Yeah. Or you can answer it and yeah, tell us for the first time what, what clique what click were you in. I'll combine the two. Uh, because I went to, again, this like sort of artsy uh, high
2: school, it wasn't like the cheerleaders and the football players were popular and we were like the drama. It wasn't like that. Everybody was sort of weird, and which was a lovely place to, to come into my own. And so when I was a freshman, the very popular musical theater kids, who were just insanely talented, there was this one guy... And he was older than I was, and he was, his name was Benji. And he was, like, flaming gay and totally, like, out because it was cool to be gay at my school, which is so awesome. And yeah. I wanted to be, in his clique, I wanted to be his friend so badly that I tried to convince myself that I was a lesbian, um, <laughs> which I was not. I, I wasn't at all but I would in order to convince this guy because I thought he'd want to hang out with me more that was the crew I wanted to be in the 12th grade musical theater people and I had to pretend in my mind that I was a lesbian in order to like get to the top of their ranks
0: And then, I couldn't love this
2: more it's really it was crazy and there was you, did you ever have the Delia's catalog do you remember that? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure So there was this one girl who was a model in the Delia's catalog. I was like, (laughs) that's the girl that I have a crush on, I guess. And... (laughs) I would cut all of her pictures out, and oh. I would, like, keep them on my folder, and then whenever I would see Benji walking down the hall, I would, like, make sure that he saw that I had this girl on my folder, so he'd think I was a lesbian, and, like, let me drive around in his Nissan Sentra, or whatever uh,
0: Yeah. I love it. Did, and did he? I mean, did you guys ever... We
2: got... A, we ended up being, like, sort of peripheral... Buddies, but no, he wasn't that. interesting. He was nice. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it's a different vibe when you're like trying to get in with a gay guy, and
0: it, it's not like trying to date a yeah. senior boy. But I love that. Yeah, it was. You to- that's the, that is a better note to end on than the Robin Tunney. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary quit <Clinton>, Robin Tunney. <laughs> it was Robin Tunney. It's good. Yeah, it's super good. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, please thank uh, our guest, Lizzie Kaplan. <laughs> Let's, let's end the podcast with another beautiful song or a terrible song. It could be either. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I'm super happy because it's Priscilla on. So, um, and, uh, and guys, thank you so much for, for coming and, and uh, being a part of this. It's been really, really cool. And uh, I'm like a little emotional about it because I haven't done the podcast live before. So thanks. And thank you, Lizzie. And thank you, Priscilla.
3: Thank you.
1: i
0: Thank you
3: so much. Thanks, you guys. Now leaving Nerdist.com.